Hey everybody, the Notorious Sports Critic Brent Reed is back with an all new Downright Sports. On today's show, we're going to discuss how Kyrie Irving is wrong. I grade the 2022 baseball season and it's upset city this past weekend in the world of college football. So look at your watch, look at your phone, any way you can see time and just know what time it is. to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. The artificial claps are back. The man is back. The notorious sports critic, the sports influencer. Brent Reed is back. Welcome everybody to an all new Downright Sports, the first show in two weeks. Crazy. I was going to do a show last week, but I was also 
on vacation from my job last week. And I was on vacation from work, and I just needed a break. The sports world was crazy. But well, I'd like to welcome everyone to an all-new episode of Downright Sports. If you've never listened to the show before, it is a sports show for sports fans, true sports fans. Um, and it's a show that you can listen to in like at least several different places. Um, you can download brand new episodes of Downright Sports every Wednesday at 12 o'clock on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded you can listen to the show on multiple streaming networks starting week weekdays that was not supposed to go off <laughs> starting weekdays on dj chase radio uh from uh 12 to 1 uh brand new episodes always air on wednesdays you can listen to uh the show at dynasty radio at eight o'clock at night on thursdays you can listen to the show saturday at fab 94.5 the hit starting at 8 a.m you can also listen on track radar radio on saturday at 6 p.m and then finish out the week listen on she real radio at 12 noon you can also watch versions of the show it's more compact at uh, YouTube at now you can actually type youtube.com slash downright sports because I am now YouTube certified which is awesome in itself uh, subscribe at our Instagram uh, that Red Bull starting to kick in the Instagram at downright sports join the Facebook fan page at downright sports and TikTok at downright sports the, now It, the sports world has been on fire. Oh, wait a minute. I forgot something. I, I almost forgot. It is showtime, everybody. Yeah, can't kick the show off without saying it's showtime. If I kick a show off and don't say it's showtime, I feel uncomfortable. I just don't know what to do with myself. But it's showtime. So, the one primary reason why I was not on the air last week is because I needed time to tackle uh, some topics or a one particular topic that I needed time to vet. Not because I didn't know where I stood, because I needed time to vet myself before opening my mouth. That's the idea, ladies and gentlemen, as being an adult. You don't just regurgitate the first thing, idea, image you come across in life and just blurt it out especially if you have an influence over people i myself don't have an influence over people i don't think i do but i do have a platform it's mine i have a platform as you heard at the beginning of the show i have like seven different outlets that my voice is heard on because of that i consciously make sound decisions in topics i choose I've been doing downright sports for a very, very long time. It's almost, it's been a while. Downright sports has been around in some form or fashion for over 12 years. Some form or fashion, over 12 years. Consistently, I've been doing it for probably about six, seven years now, consistently. I stay away from certain topics because I feel I don't want to alienate people, period. I, Downright Sports, the idea behind Downright Sports, it's a place for you to come to and listen to the rantings of a madman, just talk about sports from his point of view, and you either agree or you disagree, but you can have fun by doing so. The Kyrie Irving thing vetted my goat. It got me. It got me to a place where I started seeing things from people that I wasn't, I was, I was thrown off. So if you don't know what's been going on, Kyrie Irving, re, he tweeted a link to a movie called From Hebrew to Negro. And it's a movie you could find on Amazon. I'm not going to be like, oh, you can't, I'm not going to, no, you can find it on Amazon, okay? Bear with me as I take you down this rabbit hole. Kyrie posted the movie. The movie is known as being... It's an anti-Semitic film. Period. Okay? It's a film that is telling a story that 
black people are the original Jewish people. Whatever. We're not. We're, we're get back to that. When posting, he was asked about it. Hey, do you know about this movie you posted? I listened to the press conference. It was a. Ve- it was a very. Hey, you know about this thing you posted? And he answered back with hostility. You can agree or you don't. Don't care. It's my show. Here's the thing. It's important as people when you have, no matter you're a parent, a boss, a student, whatever. When you put something out there, when you're when you're, if you tell someone, here, let me, let's back this up. Let me give you an example. You run into a friend of yours and you're like, yo, my man, this water, this water is proper, B. It's the best water I ever had. Yo, you should get this water. You're not selling the water. You are promoting the water. Anytime you take something and you tell another person, whether it's one or a hundred, it's promotion. It's the oldest art form on the planet. When they invented the wheel for the first time, they didn't have currency. My man was like, yo, this thing right here will move whatever we trying to move quicker. Promotion. When Rome had the Colosseum, they was like, yo, you got to come in here. Promotion. Anytime you telling somebody about something, it is a form of, say it with me, kids, promotion. Whether you think it's not, you're promoting. Every time I uh, uh, take a link off of Twitter and I put it on the Downright Sports fan page, which I'm doing, I'm promoting the Downright Sports fan page. I'm also in some shape or form promoting this clip, this link I post. That's why I am selected in the things I post. I am 36 years old. God bless it. I'm 36 years old. I have known for years. I've been told since I was young, since I was five, you don't put your name or your mouth on anything, anything you ain't sure about. That's number one. And number two, don't look to divide people, which brings me back to the crux of my conversation. This is a sports show, first and primarily, always has been. But I feel like I have to say this because I want to say it. I don't give a damn what any of you think. I'm saying this because I want to say this. We have reached a point as a society where we think it's it's we have this tribalistic thing where it's your side and my side. But the biggest thing that we've been doing as a people, as a group, is we're looking to score points on a fictitious scoreboard who struggled the most. Slaves or people in the Holocaust. Or this one, or that one. Struggle is struggle. No matter how big or small, struggle is struggle. If you grew up in a household that was um, divisive, and you may not have been physically beaten, but you were emotionally beaten, guess what? You're still a beaten person. There's no, well, because your parent ain't actually slap, slap you. No, but if your parent went around every day telling you it was worthless, and you were no good... And nothing you could do with a matter achieved to anything, that sometimes is is more hurtful than somebody actually hitting you. Anytime, I'm not going to choose my words carefully, I'm just going to come out and say it. As black people, we should not look to put down or discredit another group of people, whether it's a religious group whether it's a sexual orient, uh, somebody that is defining themselves as gay, trans, bi, whatever. Whether it's, no matter what the classification is, as black people, you should be more sensitive to a group of people that are being alienated. Jewish people, during what happened to them, is the most disgusting thing of all time. It is n- n- unanimously across the board. The way people feel Michael Jordan is the greatest, it is non-negotiable how heinous and evil Adolf Hitler was. 
And if you take anything from him and go, you know, pff, he didn't have a bad Everything about him is classified and deemed evil. Period. Down to the uniform. <laughs> Down. Historical fact. Do you know goose stepping is outlawed by the, like, in, in, in the, through, like, organized countries. Countries that don't look for dictators. Like, the United States Army is not going to start goose stepping. Because it just defined everything wrong. Adolf Hitler felt black people were inferior to um, the Nazi party, to the Germans at that time, the Aryan race, excuse me. He felt that they were inferior. He felt that Jewish people were inferior. He felt that gays, he felt they were sick. And anytime you choose a side or you promote, choose my words carefully, anything that agrees with him, it's wrong. Period. We have reached a point where we start excusing our celebrities, our our idols, our the people we enjoy watching. We start excusing some of their ignorance. And it's becoming a big issue because it's starting to affect day-to-day -day life. It used to be when somebody said something dumb, it was that. It was stamped across. Oh, that's, a, that's dumb. When, like, um, Mike Tyson would do something loosey or crazy or... Um, What's his name? Um, Dennis Rodman would do something crazy. That's Dennis Rodman being Dennis Rodman. But it didn't affect a group of people because they didn't classify themselves the voice of the voiceless. If the voiceless is a bunch of ignorant people who are uninformed, then the, if you're going to be their voice, you also need to be informed. I'm not taking away from the fact that Kyrie was a great basketball player, which I'm going to touch on in a second. Individually, if the NBA turned into tennis tomorrow, Kyrie would be the number one ranked tennis player in the world. I believe that. As a teammate, though, he's not. My man Raymond is joining the group. Please read. You cannot... You. I'm, again, I'm 36. I've been black for a very long time. I wasn't born anything different. I've been black for a very long time. Since I was born, since I can remember, members of my family, education, my favorite class was history. I know a lot of people I went to school with thought it was born. My favorite class was history. Why? Because I like to learn the past so I don't repeat it or make mistakes or learn to improve on it. This notion of I've done my own research has is getting a little worn out. Like that phrase is worn. Here's how you do your own research. I go on Google and I look up the stats for Wilt, Wilt Chamberlain and I can see Wilt Chamberlain averaged 50 points a game in one season. That's a fact. I didn't take the stat, break it down, and say, well, he averaged 50 points, but really this 50 points means he really averaged about 12 points because there was no three-point line. No, that's a Brent Reed fact, which doesn't hold weight to anybody but Brent Reed. If it's happened, it's been done. Here's the thing. If you read the Bible and you take that for face value, you got to take all historical facts for face value. You can't pick and choose what historical events happened or didn't happen because too many people have taken it dissected it, researched it, and followed through it. And then ultimately, if we all find out it was all a lie, guess what? So what? But this notion that we all, somebody's the one that's got to, I'm the one that's going to wake us up from the matrix. Okay. Here's the fun fact. The new notion, which is not a new notion, it's an old notion, so the, some of the stuff that's being spewed by Kanye, Kyrie, and others, this is stuff that was done uh, almost a hundred years ago. Funny enough, the same things that have been said about Jewish people in ways that they control everything, that they, um, that they control everything, that they, um, have, um, the power of everything. Think about this. There's never been a Jewish president. 
So me, if I controlled everything, why wouldn't I put myself in the most powerful chair in the world? Why aren't they? Why isn't there a Jewish prime minister in every country in the world? It's interesting to me. Here's another fact: once you start choosing sides, or once you start taking apart, because here's the thing: Holocaust deniers. There are people that live through the whole. They're dying off. But we're further away from people who actually... There's nobody probably alive today that was born during slavery. And it's very rare that we have anybody that's a generation removed from it. So ask yourself this. As a black person, do you want them to start saying... Because they have been. Do you want people, not they, people to start saying slavery wasn't real? It never happened. It's BS. Black people were openly working for free. You get what I'm saying? Do you want that to happen? Do you want your history and past to be discredited? If you follow the teachings of anybody that wanted peace or unity to unite people, well, as Muhammad Ali, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, um, um, Arthur Ashe, Billie Jean King, uh, the list goes on and on, Jackie Robinson, at the end of the day, they wanted unity. Some in the past, yes, have said, look, as black people, you need to build up your own community. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's to build up your own community to better have relationships with other communities. Understand yourself to have better relationships with other communities. But by understanding yourself, you don't have to denigrate. You don't have to disrespect and you don't have to devalue others to do so. Now, this notion that blacks were the original Jewish people, hey, I'm a firm believer, and it's a historical fact, most, the, the, the original person started in Africa. So, a lot of firsts were probably people of darker <laughs> descriptions. But as time went on, it changed. Who cares? And if you care so much about being a Hebrew person, then convert to that religion. The same way people who want to be Christian, the same way people want to be Muslim, the same way people want to be whatever. But you have to look at what happened many years ago. After 9-11, anyone Muslim was treated with like they were terrible. Like Islam was the worst thing on the planet. It was treated like anybody who was a Muslim had to be a um had to be a um was evil. Since then, it's been debunked that it's not. Because the conversation had to happen. Alright? But time is wrapping up. <laughs> I'm going to say this and I'm going to wrap it up. If you stand by foolishness, if you stand by ignorance, if you stand by stupidity, if you stand by dumb statements that are to hurt and harm and be discredit someone based on their religious beliefs or their racial who they were born as or what they you know you get what I'm going with you are on the wrong side of history and if you paid attention to history the way I have you have lost you you've already lost I'll break it down financially for you Kyrie Irving right now is Kanye, Kyrie, anybody, you're losing money. So guess what? If they are controlling it, I pretty much wouldn't be the person that starts pointing out the people controlling it. Because they, just saying. <laughs> Think about that. The way you create, educate yourself. Really educate yourself. Don't educate yourself. And if you're going to go down that path where you believe this one thing, the best way to arm yourself in all ways is educate yourself and see from both sides. The strength of a good leader is to see things from both sides and to unite, not to divide. Because there's going to be one side bigger than the other. Just facts. And right has always been bigger than wrong. Even in times of bad, right overcomes. The, the, it's the old adage. When it's dark, it's always brightest later. Something like that. <laughs> we would do it for a night. Something. I don't know. I don't know these old proverbs. You get what I'm saying? 
Where's Kanye go? Kanye, where's Kanye go from here? Should he be allowed to play? Honestly, I don't. If I own the Nets, yes, I would fire him. That doesn't mean I don't think he shouldn't get an opportunity to play because people should have a right to provide for their family, but there'd be a lot of conditions. Why I think the Nets should fire him? Because he hasn't done his job for the Nets. Period. For the Brooklyn Nets, he has not done his job. If Kyrie worked for T-Mobile or uh, uh, he was electrician, the length, the type of performances he was given, if he put that same performance in those jobs, he would be fired. With that being said, he should have a right to get another job. So I don't think we should alienate, boycott him, throw him out on the middle of the Atlantic, yada, yada, yada. And anybody that says, well, what about Jeff Bezos? You can't censor art. Well, what about Jeff Bezos? Fine. If you believe that and you're still listening to R. Kelly, I ain't saying no more. I don't think you should censor I don't think you should censor people's art unless it was like de- deforming kids or something. You know what I'm saying? Like weird stuff like that. No, but if, you know what I mean? Like there's this, this a line. And not to mention, you can sell anything on Amazon. It's Amazon. It's like an open market. Jeff Bezos know everything that's on there? Calm down. Channel your energy towards things that matter. Like educating yourself in actual facts. Not self-research, real research. Say this again. Not self-research, real research. Actual research. I'll leave you with this. When Malcolm X read the Webster's Dictionary, he didn't read Webster. Webster Johnson's dictionary, he read the actual dictionary to read what actual words were to educate himself in words so he can use to articulate his battle. Not just because. So here's the thing I'll see it from Kyrie's side things. When that question is posed to you, your job is to articulate why you posted that tweet. Not get defensive like a child who was asked, why'd you leave the light on in the bedroom? Uh, uh, why, why are you attacking me? That's the new trigger word. Anytime somebody asks somebody a question, they're being attacked. Hey, um, uh, why didn't you cut the grass? Why are you attacking me? I just asked him why you ain't cut the grass. You said you just gonna cut the grass. No, no, you don't, you don't get to ask me that. Move on. You I can't ask you why you cut, didn't cut the grass. You said you was gonna cut the grass. You didn't cut the grass. Why did you not cut the grass? You can't ask me why I cut the grass. That's pretty much what he did. Listen to what I just said and go back and watch what he did. It's no different than Naomi Osaka when the guy asks, Hey, are you not working? Uh, uh, you're attacking me. You put yourself up there to hear questions. When somebody asks, you kind of got to answer. If not, find a new profession. Hey, this is Downright Sports. Literally the longest segment I've ever had. Must need it. Must need it. No more talking. We're going to take a quick break. If you're watching on Facebook, I'll be back. And what song am I playing next? Four minutes. Need a breather. The time may come off. Felt good about that. Don't care where I stand. You never listen to me again? So what? You wasn't a fan anyway. Because you know who I am. I'm the notorious sports critic. And I give my opinion. Because I did... My research. We'll be right back.
we are back. That all right. First segment was very emotionally driven. I'm okay with that. <laughs> Let's get back to the fun, shall we? Alright, so baseball season is now over and I decided the reason why I'm dressed up is because I'm handing out grades for the 2022 MLB season, shall we? Shall we? Where's my... So, I should have graduation music <laughs> playing. Let me see if I can find some graduation music. That's what Downright Sports about, kids. It's all about fun. F you fun, you know, just pure old fashioned fun, you know, high hijinks fun. I'm I'm killing time because I'm trying to find the graduation song. Isn't the Macho Man Randy Savage song the graduation song? I think so. That's, that could be easier. I think that is. I think Macho Man. Ooh yeah, the Macho Man. I have a Macho Man link actually. <laughs> Macho. Is it much? I think I found it. No, that's the YMCA. It's definitely the YMCA. The problem with live recording is I don't edit this out because I think it's funny. <laughs> uh, I don't have the pomp and circumstance. I should play Kurt Angle's music. Let's just play some and see what the hell it is. Is this it? I turned the sound down. I don't know what that was. <laughs> it would help if I had spelled Macho Man, right? I think this is it. That works. The WCW version. It'll work. All right, everybody. Welcome to the MLB 2022 graduation ceremony. Um, it's been a tearful year for me. My Yankees were disappointing. I know you're like, really? No, they were disappointing because they lost in the playoffs to Houston. So let's give out grades. Getting on, getting the president's list in honor roll with averaging. Uh, straight A's all year, A++, the World Series champion Houston Astros. Since day one, they have been the best team in all of baseball. They ran rough shot through everybody, having the best record with 106 wins and 56 losses. In the playoffs, they swept, the first, they swept Seattle, swept the Yankees, threw a no-hitter in the World Series. It was combined. But they would get it done. And they gave Dusty, Dusty Baker, his first World Series championship. Moving on to most improved. Yes, there's a most improved. Absolutely. Absolutely most improved. I got to write down this time to put in the hand clap. Sorry. <laughs> most improved uh, goes to the Baltimore Orioles and the Seattle Mariners and the Philadelphia Phillies. For making it to the playoffs, to getting giving hope, Seattle winning 90 games, making the playoffs for the first time since 2001. The Phillies making the playoffs for the first time since 2011. And Baltimore, well, Baltimore, you did better than expected with a young group of guys. You finished only three games out of the wild card. You almost made it. Looking forward to next year. Looking for it. Let's move on to another uh, player who is a straight-A student. He makes honor roll also. Kyle Wright, the pitcher for the Atlanta Braves, having a, a beautiful year. A year most of us would have talked about if it wasn't for another player, another person. But um, Kyle, uh, Mr. Wright, this year finished with 20, 20 21 wins on the year with the ERA of 319. He struck out 174 people, but he helped get the Atlanta Braves back into the playoffs. It was a waste of time, but they got back into the playoffs. Which leads me to our salute Atorian, Kyle Wright. Actually, no, our salute Atorian is going to be uh, Shohei Otami. Once again, had a fantastic year, Mr. Shohei. Pitch. Hits, 
uh, strikes people out, just kills the competition. Shohei had a, another incredible year. He won over uh, 12 games. At the same time, he still hit over 30 home runs, which is so incredible for a guy who's actually a pitcher. He's one of the better pitchers in the game of baseball. It's freakish. Shohei, look at this number. 15 wins, 9 losses. His ERA was 333 with over 200 strikeouts. That was Shohei's year as a pitcher. As a pitcher. Not his year as a hitter. His year as a hitter. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm here to tell you, Shohei, he batted. Why can't I see his hitting numbers? Forget it. Just know he had a great year because some reason they won't show me the hitting numbers. Now, before I lose the song, the valid Victorian Aaron Judge of the New York Yankees, who's probably going to be showing his teammate in, um, in L.A., uh, Judge, 62 career home runs, almost won the Triple Crown because he batted 319. He had one of the better years, hit over 100 RBI, 130 something RBIs. What a year. Uh, here's the numbers. 311, 62 home runs, 131 RBIs. He had a fair, he actually had 16 steals, which is pretty good. Great year for our valedictorian Aaron Judge. We're so happy for you, Aaron. Thank you, thank you. We salute Aaron Judge. Let's run that back one more time. Let's run that back. Yes, everybody. What a school year. Next year's class of 2023. I hope you guys have such a good year, and I hope that Aaron Judge returns next year and decides to go to grad school, which means resigning with the Yankees. I'm just running out of school <laughs> uh, metaphors to use. Uh, actually, his show, his numbers, 34 home runs, 95 RBIs, and his batting average, which is important to me, 273. It's actually solid. Surely would have won the MVP award if it wasn't for Aaron Judge. And quite frankly, the way Aaron performed in the playoffs, I still think we should probably give it to Shohei and Tommy. And I'm an Aaron Judge fan. Ha! Go figure on that one, kids. Anyway, when we return, um, we're going to, for those of you watching on Facebook Live, which brings me to shout out to my man, Noah Baker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, gotta have all them fixings. Um, we're going to do the news. If you're listening on the podcast, Fab 94.5, the Hitch Trap Radar, and She Real Radio, you're not going to hear, you will not hear the news. For Dynasty Radio, DJ Chase Radio, all news for you, kids. Alright, so buckle up. We'll be, well, I'll be right back. Facebook, stay right here and watch me do my changeover.
told us time to build a new land I know we could do it if we all lend a hand The only thing we have to do is put it in our minds Surely things will work out, they do it every time Just let it be The world won't get no better We gotta change it Just you and me Need a little help, said for me some help, y'all. I changed the world, what it used to be. Can't do it alone, need some help, need some help, yeah. Teach the 
children. Teach the baby. The notorious Teach sports the baby. Teach the children. Damn right sports. Teach the children. Teach the babies. Teach the children. Teach the babies. They're the one who's coming out. Hi. Hi. Yeah. It's okay? Okay, go. You've been called the Da Vinci of our time. What do you say to that? Absolutely ridiculous. I don't paint. All right. I haven't been called the Da Vinci of my time. Not yet. <laughs> All right. So the NFL season is insane. Uh, not sure you can say. Now, yes, the Eagles are undefeated. They are. But I don't know if we could sit here definitively and just be like, oh, they winning it all. Nah, I don't really think so. I think I truly believe that this is the most open year in the NFL. And I feel like we're saying it more and more because the game is so different. Fun fact, watched the game with my mom yesterday. First time in forever, I watched a football game with my mom. And I always watched the red zone. But I think it's hilarious when I watch games with older people. And, like, I used to watch the games with my uncle. And he would, like, why are you watching the red Uncle is plural because they both say the same thing. Put on one game. Like, that's what the purpose of the red zone is for. Like, I need As the notorious sports critic, as the sports influencer, I feel it's my right. No, excuse me. I feel it's my job to see every game. And I don't have like 100. I do got like seven TVs in there, but I don't have to put them all in one room. It's just too much work. So I watch the Red Zone. Anyway, my mom's like, the players are so small. I'm like, ma, they've always kind of been small. They're just more, they're in shape. They rip. And she's like, no, I mean, like, there's no bellies. There's no guts. I'm just like, oh, you mean they're healthy? Yeah, that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Anyway, you look yesterday, the game that should stand out to everybody. Is the game of life. No. Green Bay took on the Detroit Lions. Now, Aaron Rodgers is eating a whole lot of crow. Because it was just last year where Aaron Rodgers, it was either the Lions or it was the Vikings. It was somebody he played and he like scored a touchdown. It was like, I own them. Like he was very braggadocious. And Aaron Rodgers, like a lot of other athletes, because of ESPN and others, put these guys up there like they've done something. And he's actually done nothing. Yeah, he's won some individual awards. But as far as a team award goes, Aaron Rodgers, he ain't done nothing. He's been to one Super Bowl, and that's like a million years ago. He's got one Super Bowl. That's like a million years ago. And to be fair, the Super Bowl he won, Brent Favre was the quarterback like two years prior or something like that. So it wasn't much as his team. Since they decided to give Aaron Rodgers the keys to the castle, what the heck is wrong with my computer? Because it's messing me up right now. Since they given Aaron Rodgers the keys to the castle and basically was like, Mr. Rodgers, please, you can do whatever you want. He has not delivered on his promises. Has he, Mr. Discount Double Check? Mr. Relax. Relax. He sounds like the guy from Boardwalk Empire. Nucky, you need to relax. Anyway, yesterday they lost. They lost bad. They they got whooped. They they got beat up. It was it wasn't close. It was an ugly game too. A lot of ugly games yesterday. A lot of ugly games. But with him losing and Tom Brady winning, now and that game was ugly too. That game was a mess. But still, it goes to show you why Tom is the GOAT and Aaron Rodgers is a fraud. Yes, I'm calling Aaron Rodgers a fraud. They lost yesterday 9-15. to 15. Now, you're saying to yourself, well, bro, he didn't get nobody. But whose fault is it? You are Aaron Rodgers. You are the Green Bay Packers. Your best target is about to dip. How do you not go in the front office and say, what do I need to keep him? Tom Brady made sure not on one franchise, but on two, that Gronkowski was employed, had a job. Why? His favorite target. Not to mention, Mr. Rogers, you can't go around calling your the, the replacement guys incompetent. It don't work that way. If I went to work tomorrow, it was just walked in the door and a, and, and a customer came to me and was like, Hey, who should I work with? None of them. None of them know anything. The heck? You're setting your team up for failure. They they lost 9-15, by the way. Kind of ugly score. That's like a baseball score. Mr. Rogers, uh, 2 for 34 with 22-23 for 43 with 291 yards. One touchdown. Three of them in a Three of them things. If I'm green, whose fault is it? 
it's Green Bay. But if I'm Green Bay, I don't answer to I answer. I'm not going to blame me. So we'll blame Aaron. So right now, if you look at the standings, which I'm looking at, um, the Green Bay Packers of Green Bay, Wisconsin, are currently three and six. They are tied with the Bears, and the Lions are just a game behind them. The Minnesota, my Noah Baker's Minnesota Vikings are seven and one. Minnesota would have to just die, and Green Bay would have to get on fire. Now, can they make the playoffs? The 49ers are four and four. Uh, the Cowboys are six and two. The Giants are six and two. Washington, who beat Green Bay, is four and five. Um, Tampa is four and five. The Falcons are four and five. So they got a lot of room. They got some. They can they can find a way. So if the playoffs started today. Uh, Philly, Cowboys, Giants are probably in. Seattle's in. Minnesota's in. Uh, the 49ers is probably in. What they take eight teams now? Some crazy mess like that. I believe it's something like that. Either way, Green Bay can sneak in, but it's going to be an ugly record. It's just bad. Bad. And I'm loving every minute of it. Like I'm eating a big, like a big Mac. <laughs> I love it. Uh, who's going to win this year? Couldn't tell you. It could be anybody. I feel in my bones, and it's going to kill me to say this. Don't be surprised if you don't. What the Cowboys have in a front line, barring any injury, Barring Dak Prescott just throwing the ball straight in the air, their defense holds up. That's the recipe for holding the trophy at the end, the the Lombardi Trophy at the end of the year. That's what makes that. Seattle's de- Seattle's pretty good. They got a bend don't break style. Um, the Eagles is good, but if you look at the AFC, the Bills who lost to the Jets, Jets is six and three. Do you feel cold? Because hell might have just froze over. The Jets is 6-3. They are a game out of first place in the AFC East. The Dolphins and New England and the, the Jets are supposed to be homecoming games for everybody. And they're 6-3. The Chiefs are still there as long as Patrick Mahomes is around, y'all. If the Cowboys make the play, Super Bowl, if they play Buffalo, the Chiefs, that's it. They're losing. Anybody from the NFC East, in my opinion, anybody from the NFC, in my opinion, if they have to face the Bills or the Chiefs, I don't, I don't, I don't like their odds. The Bills are going to get better. Trust me when I tell you, this is a real. That loss to the, the Jets yesterday, it's a conference, it's a divisional game. It's going to happen. You don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. You don't spit in the wind. You don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. I can see them walking away and winning. But I, I mean, if the if the Cowboys are winning the championship this year, it's truly because of their defense. Because their defense is solid. They really are good. Uh, I wrote down a question for myself. I'm not gonna have a whole lot of time. Should Coach Prime Deion Sanders leave where he's at right now? Uh, was it Jackson State? I don't think so. I know the 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 glamour is hey he should go to a D one. If he were to leave that school, it would kill the progress he created. He's trying to bring up the programs. He's trying to bring up uh, HBCUs so we could just look at them like regular schools and not like a handout school. Um, he has to stay. He has to stay. He has to keep them winning. In, a year, in two years, he's got to play a big team. He's got to play somebody and either lose close or beat them. To make it look like he's not a fluke. The thing is, if he gets hired by a D1 school, it's not going to be a school that's any good. I don't care how great a recruiter he is, the odds will be against him. If he went to an Auburn, if he went to a Texas A&M, if he went to Florida State, any big school in a big conference, it's not a move. It's like when you hire a college guy to a bad basketball team. It never works out because the odds are stacked against you. Because now you got he's built that program. That program is solid. They look good. The, the jerseys look good. He looked like the whole dynamic looks good. He can be great at where he's at. There's nothing wrong with that. Like we forget, you can be great at where you're at. For example, in the uh, Below average sports podcast is nobody better 
than the notorious sports critic Brent Reed, try me. Let me know. And for everybody who knows me personally, stop telling me about other shows that you think are good. I don't care. They're my competition. That's who I am. I, spoiler, I don't watch and listen. When you recommend another guy, I don't watch and listen. There's a reason why, like, if you do something I think is cool, I don't say, hey, you know, this is guy does the same thing you do. You should probably, no, I don't do that. So if there's another sports show out there on YouTube, TikTok, or whatever, and you know me personally, the next word out your mouth doesn't need to be, hey, Brent, you should watch it. Ain't happening. Because I'm not watching. In fact, I go out of my way not to watch. With that being said, I support a lot of other sports podcasts. I really do. It's what I do. There's a lot of guys out there I tag, I support. I believe in supporting you. But I just want to be better. Not wrong with that. That's what I tried to do. Anyway, hey, thank you all for listening. Thank you all for uh, watching. For those of you who watch, I really appreciate it. Uh, this was a good week for me to come back. I feel good. Last couple episodes, I've been out of it. I'm finally getting myself settled in back in the temporary downright sports studios. Look, I got a shirt and tie on. I ain't wore a shirt and tie in like six months. So I'm real happy about that. Uh, new episodes next week. Uh, download the show at Apple's. Uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Play. You can watch uh, parts of the show at youtube.com slash downright sports. It's so awesome to say that. Uh, you can follow and like and uh, at Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Um, you can also listen to downright sports weekdays from 12 to 1 at DJ Chase Radio. Brand new episodes drop on Wednesdays or uh, 8 o'clock on Thursdays at Dynasty Radio NY. 8 o'clock. A.M. on Saturdays at Fab 94.5 to hit. 6 p.m. on Saturdays at Trap Radar Radio. And 12 noon on Sundays at She Real Radio. I appreciate everybody. Thank you for listening. Uh, listen, every time I end the show, I always say deuces. But I'll, I'm changing it up. I'm going to say every day, look for the positivity. Look for, re- look for real energy. And give out positive energy. And try something different, like just loving the person that's your neighbor. That neighbor doesn't have to be a person that actually lives next to you. Your neighbor's the guy at the gas pump. We need more uh, positive energy in the world. It's too much negative. It's weird. It's hot. Too hot. Maybe it's why everything's hot. Because everybody's hot. Everybody's on fire. Also, go vote. Whether you red or blue, go vote. You need to vote. Voting is real. Go vote. Choose not to. All right? Don't choose not to. That's the word. <laughs> Don't choose not to. Choose to vote. Go vote. Whether you red or blue, go vote. All right? See you guys. Deuces. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, it is you who wakes me up every day. And I am forever grateful for your love. This is why I pray. You let me touch so many people, and it's all for the good. I influenced so many children, I never thought that I would. And I couldn't take credit for the love they get, because it all comes from you, Lord. I'm just the one that's giving it. And when it seems like the pressure gets to be too much, I take time out and pray and ask that you be my crutch. Lord, I am not perfect by a long shot. I confess to you daily. But I work hard every day, and I hope that you hear me. In my heart, I mean well, but if you'll help me to grow, then what I have in my heart will begin to show. And when I get going, I'm not looking back for nothing. Because I will know where I'm headed. And I'm so tired of the suffering. I stand before you, a weakened version of your reflection. Begging for direction. For my soul needs resurrection. I don't deserve what you've given me. But you never took it from me because I am grateful, and I use it, and I do not worship money. 
If what you want from me is to bring your children to you, my regret is only having one life to do it instead of two. Amen. At the count of three, I want y'all to tell me the name of my DJ. One, two, three. Yo, I gotta hear that one more time, man. One, two, three. Yeah, boy, for all those that didn't understand, Terminator X. Terminator! 